Welcome in. This is Women's Enlightenment, and I am your creator, Andrea. Thank you to all my new listeners that are joining, and to all my returning listeners, I greatly appreciate you. To all my new listeners, I do hope that you continue to come back and or take a look at, or take, excuse me, take a listen at my previous um, episodes as well. Who am I? Again, I am Andrea. I created this podcast about three and a half years ago, coming up on four now. I've done two books in between. I've got my certificate to be a life coach, and I am in school to get my degree in psychology. So sit down, get comfortable, grab your tea, grab your water, grab a notepad, whatever's going to make you comfortable, and let's do this. I'm going to be talking about what's next. As you know, for those that listened to my last episode, I talked about the journey of uh, going through the heartache of, you know, learning that my sister has cancer and all of that. Since my last episode, um, my sister went back in the hospital in, uh, on November 16th. And then not long after that, I want to say a week and a half later um, of being in the hospital and things progressing faster. And it wasn't because of the cancer. It was actually because of the pneumonia and the bacteria that ended up happening that uh, caused my sister to lose her battle on the 26th of November at 3.12 p.m. She did not pass away alone. My mom, her two daughters, their dad, and myself and her best friend were with her. And it was important for us not to have her pass away alone. I know everybody says, well, you come in this world alone, you leave this world alone, and that's I I just cannot see that being true from my own perspective. I just cannot, I cannot see that being true. Some people do, yes, they do. Um, But there are many people that do not pass away alone. And I'm so glad that she didn't have to do that by herself. Because that would have been horrible for her to just go alone without people there that cared about her and loved her not strangers there for her. You know, it's different when you have people that are there for you that that know you and love you. So, this episode is truly about what's next. Emotionally and mentally and physically. What's next after anything we do? What is that? What is the ripple effect? It can be good and it can be bad. It can be indifferent. It can be everything. But what is it when you lose someone? It is definitely a flood of emotions because everyone posts on social media their thoughts, their wishes, their prayers, their words of encouragement. The one thing that people always say And I think people are so used to saying that, which is not a bad thing, but I just want you to think of it a little different though, is let me know what I can do for you. 
Just know we're here. How can we be here for you? What do you need? How can we be here for you? And I had to do a post on social media and say, right now, everyone, you know, keeps saying, how can we be here for you? Just let us know what you need. We're here. I had to say that I don't, we don't know how to say, we don't have, I'm sorry, we don't know how to respond to that. Because you're so in awe of what's happening and you're in shock and you're in disbelief, you're in discomfort, you're emotional, you're mentally almost about to shut down, you're physically just done. And every little bit of you that is holding on is just holding on to not go into a deeper part of hurt. Especially if you have children or if there's other family members that need you. You have to have this type of strength that is different from any normal strength. Um, Between my mom and my dad, my sister and I are my mom's two children. If you guys heard the episode where I talked, had a conversation with my dad, there's six children. There are three moms each, two kids each. Um, both set of my sister or my sisters, they lost their mom a few years back. My brothers lost their mom a few years back. My sister and I, our mom is still here and she is our best friend. That is, our mom is our everything. <laughs> and it's not taken away from my dad, but we're always with my mom, you know, um, So when my mom lost her baby, and again, my mom is still mourning the loss of her sister, a whole nother side of me had to kick up for my mom. Which means she's going to get tired of me because I'm going to call her more often than I did. Well, we talked almost all the time anyways. If we weren't talking, I was texting her. If we weren't texting, I was video chatting her. So now it's going to be amplified and I'm going to do my best not to be overly, you know, communicating because I know just sometimes too much communication is just, it's a lot, especially when you're hurting. My mom is a very strong person. So you can, you, you, you have, I have to tread lightly because I know that type of strength because she has instilled that in me. There's a limit and there's a max to how much communication you want to have. So I don't want to be overbearing to my mama, if that makes sense. So I'm saying all this to say, for anyone that has recently or previously lost anyone or going through that emotion of, you know, preparing to lose someone, I want you to hear me and hear me very clear. Do not extend yourself more than you need to. You were in the middle and you were in the middle of a very tragic emotional moment. You're not going to be able to tell people how you feel except for you're hurting. If you even express that, you're not going to be able to tell people how they can be there for you. Do not Accept all calls. Do not respond to all messages. 
until you are ready to. I understand that people want to know when the services are going to be or celebration of life is going to be. Right now, your only thing to do is to feel every emotion that you're going through because they come in waves. If you have time to take off of work, take it off or go in because that may be what helps you to stay emotionally together but know when to give yourself a moment. And then when you need to take off some time, bereavement time, take that off. Don't take it off to call a whole bunch of people. Don't take it, take it off for you and emotionally give yourself time. Emotionally allow yourself to have every single moment that you need to have because you're going to need them. For those that are used to saying this right here, and it's not a bad thing, please know it's not a bad thing. Let me know how I can be here for you. How can I be here for you? What do you need? We don't know. The best thing to do at times is just show up. Maybe help them clean. Look in the refrigerator. If you know this person good enough, you know to just what to get for them for grocery wise. I think everybody thinks money, you know. Oh, if they say, because what happens if somebody says, when you tell somebody, how can I be here for you? Can you help me pay a bill? Can you help me with rent? I've been, I've been, I've been missing work. Will you be able to honor what you just asked them and they answer for you? Because reality is some people cannot take the time off from work, so they have to continue working through their pain, through their hurt, through their sorrow, through their everything. And some people can take off work, but guess what? They're not going to get paid. So what does that mean? That means they are missing out on money and won't have money to pay their bill, their, their you know, rent, their car note, their go get groceries, go, you know, just, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Some people are not able to just take off. Or when they take off, they don't have the backing to financially make sure that they're okay for the five days that they take off or whatever it is for bereavement. So I think we have to get in the mind frame of asking whoever this reaches, I please believe me, I'm grateful. But please be there. And in this time, a lot of people are going to come out and share their stories and um, all of this. Do not get lost in the mix. Hold tight to everyone that was there before it all happened. Because those are going to be the people that are still there when everything clears. They're still going to be there. I had to tell my mom 
Don't take every call. Don't respond to all the messages until you're ready. I was like, because everyone that was there, this entire journey, they're going to be there. They've been there. They're going to be there when all of the chatter calms down. And when the pain of losing your child sets in again, that's who's going to be there for you consistently. And it's not to be mean. It's not to be rude. It's not to be, you know, anything like that. But it's to be real. We have to be real with ourselves. You know, I watched uh, a show. And, you know, their family member had passed away. And all these people showed up out of nowhere. All these people telling all these amazing stories and sharing their, you know, most of it was kind of, you know, all about them. But it, it is what it is. And it was, you know, just sharing their moments that they've had with this person and all this. And in the middle, she just told everybody to stop. She said, because I don't even know half of you, and neither did he. Will you guys still be here when the rough parts of me are falling apart? Or will everybody clear out? Because when I was going through everything, by myself with my son, I had nobody. And now everybody is here and she goes I don't mean to be mean I don't mean to be mean I just need to figure out what's going on and the whole room was quiet I can't remember the show because I randomly just watched shows (laughs) movies and stuff and the whole room just went silent and you know did it flash fast fast forward and literally it was just her and a couple of people that was that was always there. And um, it gets like that. Because after a while, after a month or two or three, when, when do people check in anymore? Only the ones that have always been there will continue to check in. So... I say that to say this. What happens next is everything goes quiet. Everything goes quiet. Everyone is back living their life, doing their thing. A a flashback will come back. Oh, you know, I remember. And then it's, you know, everybody goes back to their life. And everyone that has lost someone has lost a piece of themselves. And they have to work to not go into this deeper hole of hurt, which then can be depression, which then leads to a whole nother avenue. So when you want to be there for someone, Don't ask that question, how can I be here for you? How are you feeling right now? How are you doing? 
You know what I've been asking people? <clears throat> and I've done this for quite some time. I ask, how are you feeling emotionally mental, mentally today? Are you up for company? Okay. I am on my way. Are you okay with that? Why is it important to ask somebody how they're doing emotionally and mentally? One, they're going to explain to you how they're feeling emotionally and mentally. Two, you're the only person who ever asked them that. You have to be, it's a very different walk. And let me just say, it's not even about just when someone passes, you ask those questions. This is a question I usually ask people often. How are you doing today emotionally, mentally? Why? Because we all go through so much that some days we don't know what we're feeling emotionally and we damn near don't know what we're feeling mentally or we do and we just need someone to really just genuinely listen and hear us and I don't mean the same repeated things stories over and over and over again that we probably knew the answers to we should probably stop you know doing it genuinely emotionally struggling Mentally struggling. It all goes together. And sometimes people forget because so many live this fast life and social media sized life that we forget to just genuinely be there. We forgot what it's like for someone to be there for us. We don't trust very good. And then we forgot how to be there for other people. We're all, capitalize those letters, A-L-L, all going through something. I do, I do not care what your income status is, what fancy place you have, what fancy clothes and stuff you have, because none of that means anything, because it's all monetary. Emotionally, mentally, we are all going through something. So your monetary things are, you guys know me, <laughs> I say it all the time, it's, it's materialistic, right? We can exchange that any day of the week. Your emotions and your mental health, though, something that's always with you. It teeters, yes. There's days where you just don't know. There's gaps. There's blockage. There's just halts. 
because you just don't know what your emotions are, but you're moving. And when you're moving, you're moving at a pace that you don't know, but you feel that you think you want to, you kind of are, but you just, you don't even know. You're just moving because you need to be moving. And sometimes emotionally, we're moving in such a pace that gets us so confused, gets us so lost, and we're already hurting, so we're just moving off of emotions that have already put us in bad spaces emotionally and mentally. So as we're working to get out of these spaces, so much is happening around us. Which then, at a certain point, If you detach your emotions because you don't like to feel, you become emotionally unavailable. Losing someone can cause a ripple effect, again, in a good way and or a bad way. We never know which way it's going to turn. Because it's always so different. And it also is how close you are to somebody and how different you're going to feel. It's very important to always take time to slow down. Slow down. Appreciate everything that you see in front of you. Take time to acknowledge everything that's in front of you. Take away things that no longer are for you. Bring in things that are necessary for that time. Closing doors is going to hurt you. Opening doors is going to hurt you. And leaving them cracks sometimes is going to hurt you. When we're in this emotional space, we have no idea really what we're feeling. So mentally, we have to start understanding the disguise of so many things. So we can physically be present in a way that we haven't been able to be present for before in a long time. After going through hurt, your emotional space is different, your mental space kicks in, and then your physical will then as well kick in. And as confusing as it all is, it all helps you. But you have to allow it to help you. Oh, don't expect people to call that you thought would call just don't expect anything actually (laughs) don't expect anything you just be in the moment when you're losing someone or when you've lost someone or you're still mourning someone and you're still getting through the loss the hurt, the pain, the frustration, the grieving all of that don't expect anything 
except for your emotions to be what they are. People are either, are either going to show up or they're not. People are going to call or they're not. Don't expect anything. It's the best way to just to go through this. And it sounds like, are you serious? Yes, I'm very much, very much serious. Very much sure. Very much, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Don't expect anything. Appreciate everything, though. Don't expect anything. Appreciate everything. Appreciate each phone call that comes through. Appreciate each stop by that may happen. Don't extend yourself too much, though. When you have a time limit, give that time limit. If people get offended, those aren't your people. Don't expect anything. Appreciate everything. And truthfully, that is a that's a life thing. Not just a then what happened happens next thing. That is a that is a everyday thing. Don't expect anything from people. Expect things. Appreciate everything. Why? When you expect things, you get disappointed. Everybody is not you. Everybody won't show up for you like you. Everybody won't, you know, do the things that you do for people. No one is you. Everybody's somebody else. Expect nothing and appreciate everything. It's better. Better saves you a lot of hurt, saves you a lot of confusion, a lot of wondering, a lot just expect nothing, appreciate everything. If you can, write down your thoughts every day, every other day, every week, write down what you've been feeling for the week. So that way, when you're finally in a space of healing and and have healed, you can sit down and see where you were at that time. You can tell by your penmanship what you were going through and how rough it was at that time. And again, this is not just a, you know, what happens next. This is an everyday thing too. Every week, write write down what your week was like prior to. I'm sorry, not prior to. Write down what your week was on Friday. Write down how your Monday through Friday went. The end of Friday. Write that down. Don't go back and read that until the month is over. Why? It's important not to read every day what you wrote the week before. Write in there every Friday before you go to sleep what your week was like. And on that last day of the month, after you've cleansed your home and you're about to start a new... Well, I'm sorry. Before you cleanse your home and start the new month, read what you were going through for that month. That way you can make adjustments on your emotions, your feelings, 
what you were doing, how you could do it better, different, not accept this, accept that, appreciate this, you know, think twice about that, all of that. Then, cleanse your home, cleanse your space, and get ready for the new month. New canvas, new emotions, new feelings. So what happens next? It all depends on us. Every step depends on us as the person. We're not going to all feel it the same. We're not we're not going to all go through these emotions the same. Every woman's different, every man is different. We're not going to go through anything the same. Similar yet not the same. This will help you to be able to allow people in better or understand that you don't want people there for certain parts of you and how you can be there for other people because you knew what it felt like. It makes you think, it makes you feel, and it makes you see. So, what's next? always up to us when we're going through it at that time that moment those days those weeks those months those years but if you show up the entire time as your real authentic self that's what you're going to continue getting as you heal every single step those that are there for you will always be there for you you never have to wonder We'll see. Till next time.